Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. Don't Mix In, episode 43. Today's topic is a little different than my usual. It's not going to be about fashion or style. It's going to be more about creating. It's going to be about um, creating a podcast on a budget. So as you know, Don't Mix In is a year old, and um, which went by really fast. I was like, oh, wow. Um, anyway, so what I wanted to do is talk about how I started a podcast, um, what what I do to uh, keep it going, um, how I, you know, record it and all that other good stuff, and um, just um, the behind the scenes of it because it's really inexpensive, it's very doable, and it's, I think, one of the, um, not funnest, I don't know if that's a word, the most, I think, interesting ways to create content And if you're a talker like me, it's great. You just talk in a way. And so um, I felt like it would be worth creating a blog post and a podcast episode. I'm actually creating the podcast episode first because I just wanted to talk about it. And then I'll I'll get a blog um, post about it because it's about podcasting. So let's go ahead and get to it. Okay, so let's get into how I actually started thinking about um, doing a podcast. So it was actually my sister who um, kind of gave me the suggestion to do a podcast. She was already listening to podcasts. It's like two years ago. And um, we go, hey, I just listened to this one podcast. And I still wasn't really uh, familiar with podcasts and, and that uh, type of thing. Um, and so she was like, no, I think you should do it. And once I started to listen to podcasts, I was like, well, yeah, it sounds, it's interesting. And of course, if you're a talker like me, you're like, hey, this might work. My problem was I didn't even know where to start. Um, And then I had the concern about how do I create a podcast having mostly visual blog content since my um, blog is mostly fashion, um, you know, style, some beauty here and there, but most of the time it's it's style, um, target style. (laughs) So I had to figure out a couple of those uh, things. Um, and I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, like I think watching some kind of YouTube video or something. And he mentioned, um, podcasting and said, you know, um, there's no excuse for not getting into podcasting. If you want to start one, go ahead, start. And he mentioned anchor. So anchor, um, is a free platform for podcasting. They actually sponsor this podcast, but The blog post I'm writing in this whole thing isn't sponsored. I'm just going to take you through how I run my podcast and and that sort of thing. So once I started uh, kind of researching Anchor, then it all kind of um, started to fall into place and um, I was able to get started. So what I'm going to do is kind of take you through the process I went through to create my podcast and then all the way down to how I promote it and, um, and sustain it. So what I'm going to do, I'll talk about the series of steps I go through to build the podcast and explain to you, um, you know, why I do what I do. So the first thing you got to find a host or a platform to um, create your podcast and to host it. So I went with Anchor 
And um, what I like about Anchor is that you can record from your phone. So it's an app that is on your phone and I just had to get a mic and I'll talk about that in the next um, step. But for those of us who, you know, I have a full-time job, I'm a school psychologist, I got other things going on and I'm not gonna be able to record from a desktop or have a studio. Um, this option works really well. So I just have the Anchor app and then I can record um, you know, from my car, I can record in a bedroom. It's just, uh, there's more kind of, um, I don't know, uh, options in terms of recording the podcast. And then I like that, um, you know, recording on there, you can edit it also on your phone. So that's what I do usually, um, is, um, I record and edit from the same app and it just makes it easier for me to do the editing wherever I am. So I can, you know, if I'm not home, I don't have to wait till I get to my desktop or a laptop. I can just do it from my phone whenever I get an opportunity. And it's funny, I did move away from Anchor and go to another um, platform in the summer because I was thinking I'm going to elevate my podcast and it just was way too complicated for me. There was um, different issues with the editing and um, I had to record, I had to find an app to record and it just, it was just really complicated. So back to Anchor I went and also it's free. So other platforms, if you're trying to create kind of a more like sophisticated podcast, um, then that might work for you. But I think if you're just starting and getting comfortable with it, um, I think that Anchor is the way to go because it's free. And um, when I transferred over to another um, platform, I was able to do it. There was some kind of logistical issues, you know, so if you were thinking like, hey, I want to start with Anchor and then go to something else, you can do it. I think you just want to kind of be mindful of making sure you're downloading all your episodes and, and that type of thing. Um, but for me, this works and it's free. And um, so I just went back to it and it's been so much easier than trying to manage um, having another uh, platform and recording from different places and, and editing in different places. The other reason I needed to keep it simple is because if I, you know, think about my, um, the time I have to record a podcast and my lifestyle, that sort of thing, I have to do something that will be sustainable. And so like I talked about in the blog post a while back and the episode where I talked about how to make time for blogging and creating, that is one of the things that's been really important is making sure I don't try to start something that I can't keep up because then you turn into, um, not you turn, you don't turn into something. You just end up having inconsistent content and then people just kind of forget about you and you're, you're just not a reliable source of entertainment or information for people. So I think um, that was another reason why I said, okay, let me just stick with Anchor because I know what I'm doing and I can keep that um, routine up. And for step two, it's equipment. So make sure you have a microphone. I don't have a lot of fancy equipment. Like I said, I'm just using my phone and recording my episodes from the Anchor app. Um, but when I did record from the desktop, um, and if you're gonna be doing that, you just gotta have a decent mic. And so lucky for me, before I decided to do a podcast, my husband actually had like a mic for vlogging or, and um, a road mic. And it's one that you can just plug in to your phone or your camera. And um, it was about $60. I'm linking all of this stuff on the blog post. And then he also had the windshield that goes with it. That's basically the fuzzy thing that absorbs the sound so that if you like 
pop your peas like that. It doesn't sound like you're spitting while you're talking. <laughs> Um, and I think that's a must. It's a critical, I, I think actually just don't even start if you don't have a decent mic. And so, you know, um, I had that, the Rode mic, uh, and I had the uh, windshield um, from Rode as well. And these are all on Amazon. And then um, the other thing I had is the adapter that you get for your iPhone. So you know how they, the um, if you're gonna plug it in for your headphones, you have to use an adapter. So I just use that and plug in the mic and then I just record. Um, I think if you try to go with something more budget, it's gonna, you can tell in the quality and then that's just hard for your listeners. They're gonna be um, kind of irritated if the quality's not good, then you lose people. So I did initially, I think, just start with my phone in, in the first few episodes and you can tell, it sounds like I'm in some kind of tunnel or something. Uh, I went with another like uh, like budget mic. I don't even remember what brand it was and I could tell when I recorded it that it just did not sound good. So go with a decent mic, you know, um, and um, kind of re do your research, but I like the Rode uh, mic. I'll probably do like a follow-up blog in the future where I upgrade some of my equipment and I'll talk about some of the, you know, stuff that I'm trying to, that I end up getting. But for now, this has worked for me. Um, the Rode mic, I think it's like the mini mic is what it's called. And that will be linked in the blog post. And the blog post is called, I didn't even mention it. Um, starting a blog, uh, starting a blog, starting a podcast, starting a podcast on a budget. And so I'll have all of those things linked there. And a cute little outfit too, right? Because, you know, we always got to circle back to that. Step three is to have like a podcast topic or format. Um, so I still had the issue of what was I going to do because my blog content was mostly visual. So I uh, didn't have a ton of videos and that I'm talking and that sort of thing. So I basically, you know, brought it back to my sister, like, well, what should I do? It's kind of weird. Why am I going to be talking about clothes? She's like, well, why not? I'm like, okay. So I just decided to talk about the blog post. And what I decided to do also is to make sure that I had more of an element of storytelling. So there was a reason why you would want to listen to the podcast. Uh, my blog posts are not super long and I don't get into too, like I get into some, some, um, you know, background on me, but not too much. So the podcast allows me to do more storytelling, tell you a little bit more about me and why I, um, you know, like what I like and, and that, uh, type of thing. So it's like, I treat it like I'm going to coffee with my sister or a good friend and we're talking about some clothes, but talking about other things that have to do with why we like that style or not. And, um, that type of thing. So I think it's, it's important to find a topic or format that you, that works for you. I know a lot of people do interviewing. I want to work towards that. I'm just not there yet. Um, just logistics and timing and, and also just straight up equipment. I need more equipment that's um, going to work for that. Um, but I think go with what will work for you that, again, so that you can sustain it. And so for me, I write my blog post. And then after that, I use the blog post as my notes for my podcast. And then I look at what I want to elaborate on and make it more conversational. Um, so it, it gives people a reason to tune into the podcast and, and then go check out the blog post. But it's they're two different um, types of content that they're getting, even though the uh, actual topic is the same. Along with the topic and format, I also wanted the duration of the podcast to not go beyond 30 minutes because I think most people, their commutes are about 20 to 30 minutes. And then if you're lucky, right, you go into like an hour and a half and I've done that before. But I feel like after a while you kind of lose people. So I wanted it to be um, a structure 
that or you know duration not to be more than 30 minutes um, and sometimes the podcast would be like 12 15 minutes so it's a real quick episode um, so that I, I don't uh, start rambling and, and that like I'm doing right now <laughs> so, anyway so I think it's important think about your duration and kind of stick to that so there's like a rhythm to your podcast episodes and your listeners kind of know oh, okay this will work for my commute and you're not doing the whole thing where it goes longer and then people are like wait I have to get out of the car now you know so I try to just make it you know like a reasonable um uh length of time so I, that I'll kind of uh make sure I'm, it's it's still meaningful content and it's just not me rambling since I'm not interviewing anybody and for step four I would say you want to create a recording and editing routine so like I said in that previous episode of Don't Mix In, where it's talking about how to make time for blogging and creating, routines I think are what help you squeeze in time for you. So I'm juggling being a mom, a wife, school psychologist, um, and a graduate student. I'm like, there's one other thing. <laughs> so I have to think about how do I make this work for me? Um, so one of the things I've done is just I try to like uh, split up my recording and editing time. So I might record if I have a few, you know, maybe like it won't take me more than an hour to record an episode. That's like max tops is an hour. So I might do it in my car if I have a little bit of time. Um, I try to record one episode in, in one sitting. I don't uh, split it up because the audio I think can be a little off maybe. Um, so I either, you know, do it, uh, when I have a little bit of time in between going from work to home. Um, and then lately I've been doing it in my bedroom after the kids go to sleep. And then, um, I just put, you know, I close the door so they don't hear me talking and then I wake them up and that defeats the purpose. And then I do my editing another time again, when the kids are asleep and I just have a head, my headphones on and I just, you know, go and edit it. So What's easy about Anchor is that the music um, is, there's music in there that you can use for interludes and then you also can import music. So I only, you know, import a few songs here and there, but I'll get into that in the next step, but um, it just makes it really easy to edit it. So I can just do it from my phone and, um, you know, and I already have like my favorites interludes and I can just plug them in. I wanted to add some tips on how I make editing or not editing recording go more smoothly. So like I said, I have the blog post and I will um, have that up and use that as my talking points. But I also have a notebook that has the original kind of thoughts and ideas in the order of thoughts that I use for the blog post. So I just have that notebook to kind of um, jog my memory of what I want to say. Um, I also, what's really helped is I wait three seconds in to after I press record, I wait because I noticed that when I just started talking as soon as I pressed record, you could hear me like shuffling around <laughs> so like I'm clicking stuff. Um, so that doesn't work. And then I, I also just give myself a little bit of time at the end of the segment before I press um, stop. And so that I can just edit those, um, t the tail end in the beginning off and then it sounds smoother. So I think that's helped a lot with um, my editing afterwards because it's it's not where I'm like, oh shoot, I'm like fumbling around or you hear some weird stuff. So I just give myself a little bit of padding in the beginning and in the end. Okay, step five, you still with me, right? I think I said step five in the other one, but it should be step four was the last one, now we're on step five. Step five is make it your own. So what I like about Anchor 
is that you can import music. And I, you can also, I think people record on Audacity and I tried that when I went off of Anchor and you can add music there. Uh, again, if you have a desktop and you have the time to do that, that's not super difficult to do. So what I do is I go and find the copyright or royalty free music and um, found it on SoundCloud. So before I did a podcast, I would do these little like style videos and it's like a lot of um, extra footage I have when we do little blog posts or blog shoots and uh, our video that my sister and I are like, hey, let's do this. And then I, I um, find music that's royalty free. And so I already had like a set of, you know, songs I liked that I could use. And so I imported that and then I can pull from that for the podcast. So for now, I'm really only using one song that is for my intro and outro. It's the by The Croft um, by Joachim Karud. And so um, I would say do that. That's It's not difficult to do. I think you have to maybe pay for like a premium membership on SoundCloud or, or Spotify, that sort of thing to, to download the, the songs. But I think it's worth it so that you can have some music that, you know, works with you. I wanted something kind of funky, a little fun. And that's what I found with that song. And it was actually something I had found, you know, in the past for a video and I just didn't use. So I do that and then the other thing that I would say to do is make your format or your kind of like intro and outro consistent. So if you notice the podcast has a structure to it, every episode I tell you what's going on, I then kind of give you a little bit about the topic, the background, if I researched it, what did I find, and then I get into some tips or things that um, will make it like kind of bite-sized pieces of information for the listener. And then I, you know, reference the blog and maybe kind of describe whatever is on the blog. And then after that, I go into uh, just recapping what we talked about. And then I go into my outro outro and calls to action. Um, And I try to change it up so that it's, you know, as I, you know, you kind of evolve and, and go, I don't really like this. Like I've changed the intro a little bit, you know, and that sort of thing. So this just think it's really important to try to make it your own by uh, finding some music that'll work for your the feel of your podcast and just doing a little bit more work in that area so that you have something that's a little it's a bit more unique and it's not just like talking and no music along with music you want to create your cover art for your podcast and i create different cover art for each episode and I just use Canva. Canva, you can do the premium, I think, or pro if you want to, but I, I don't have that membership. I just pay for the icons or if there's anything special I want to have um, on the cover art. But it's basically just like that square format, which I think Apple Podcasts is changing now. They're going to say you need to use something else. I have to, have to look into that. But anyway, I've been using um, Canva, and then I used kind of this similar font that is for my logo for my blog, although the blog name is mixed up with curve and then the podcast is Don't Mix In. Um, And that was by design because I wanted Don't Mix In to be a little different if I wanted to veer off into other topics about just being unique and being um, a woman that's multifaceted. Um, So I just wanted to still be related to my brand, but just be able to have the freedom to go into some other things like creating and talking about what we're talking about right now. So you could use Canva. And then for my, um, my font, I just went on Word Swag and that's super easy to use as well. So all of these things are linked in the blog post on mixitwithcurves.com. 
And word swag, you just, uh, you know, can make it a transparent, I don't know if this makes sense, um, lo logo. So you have the wording is obviously in, uh, you know, some kind of ink color. And then the background is transparent. And then you can just overlay it as an image in Canva. And so that's what I do. And then I just find a picture from the blog post that I think will work well for the um, cover art. And every episode then has a different picture. And then that way it'll help you with like promoting it and distributing and that sort of thing. So which I'll get into in the next um, step. Moving on to step six. So this is about distributing and promoting your podcast. So for distribution, Anchor uh, does it for you. So makes it really easy, gets, gets your podcast on all sorts of platforms uh, where people listen to podcasts. I do advise that you go and get your information for your Apple po for Apple Podcasts. And I did do that after I left Anchor and came back. And then that way, like your email, everything is, is connected to you. And then if there's something that happens, because that's the biggest platform for people to listen to podcasts, you can access your podcast directly and it's associated with your email. It just makes it really easy. So Plus, if there's an issue, like I had an issue where episodes weren't showing up and different things like that when I went back. And so now I can just go directly and I can also access my analytics. So I think it's worthwhile to um, make sure you have that information on your on Apple podcast for your own um, show. Uh, so anyway, so the distribution, if you go with some other platform, you're going to you know want to try to get on as many platforms as possible, especially the ones that are most popular, like um, like Apple Podcasts and then Spotify um, and Google Podcasts. And then, you know, you want to promote your podcast. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will see sometimes I pop into stories and I'm like, hey, new episode of the whatever, you know, this topic and it's a Don't Mix In podcast. I'll make a little videos with music talking about it. Um, I will also do what they call audiograms. And so that is, um, I use Headliner. So it's a desktop app that creates captions for your podcast. So I just have the cover art of the podcast up and then it has the audio and it creates captions that become then a video. So what I like about this is that most people on Instagram, myself included, are scrolling through with the audio off. And so if they see, you know, just that kind of like vibrating or something like pulsing, um, you know, on a, a picture and it's a video, they can't hear it. They're not going to, they're going to miss your podcast. So I um, use Headliner. It's a little bit of work, but again, some of these things, they don't cost a lot, but you got to put in a little bit of effort. So I don't do it for every podcast episode. If I think it's going to be one that's worthwhile and a lot of people will tune in or be like, oh, I like this, um, you know, then um, like one of those cornerstone topics, then I will go ahead and make an audiogram. Um, and you have to just edit the, uh, the audio, the captions a bit. So sometimes I kind of mumble and so it says something where I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't say that. So I just fix it. And so I just do like, you know, 30 second audiogram and you can change it to the, to fit the format of Instagram stories. You can make it, um, fit an Instagram, um, post in your feed. And so I typically will, uh, you know, like I did last time I did like an IGTV format and then had my cover, uh, you know, picture for my feed. So it looked like just another picture and then you scroll over and then you can get the audiogram of the podcast episode. 
there's also other apps that don't, they don't work as well. I think as a headliner, I've tested them out. I just feel like headliner is the one that looks cleanest. And, and um, there's a caption this. I've used that for Instagram stories. Um, so you just kind of tool around and see what works. But definitely you got to get the word out. Spotify also has a feature um, where you can share the podcast on stories and people can just click and go right to the podcast. So for those of us who don't have the swipe up feature because we don't have that um, number of followers on Instagram, I think this is a great option so that you can get people directly to the podcast and then of course have it on your blog. So I did have a time where I had the actual audio on the blog, but it was a lot to manage and, and I don't, it didn't really make sense because then I wouldn't be able to get the analytics of the folks who were listening. So what I've done instead is I have a um, page on the blog that talks about the podcast and then I have the level of uh, WordPress site that my podcast can be featured on there and um, people can just click and go straight to Apple Podcasts. So I definitely think it's worth, you know, just spending some extra time. And then once you get your rhythm down, it's not that time consuming, but I think it's first just getting comfortable with the different ways to promote your podcast, but you want to get it out there because then you get feedback and then it kind of helps you um, know what kind of content content to create. And it's like a, you know, it's a positive cycle then of uh, kind of building that momentum and knowing what people like and, you know, people are listening and that's kind of fun too. Okay, the final step is pay attention to what feels right. So I think that just like with your blog or anything you create, you want to make sure you're creating content that works for you, but also, you know, you feels good. Pay attention to what episodes flow really well and what was what was the difference in that episode. So it might be for me, like I've kind of gotten to the point that I don't create a blog post for every outfit um, just because I, I, you know, I don't want to write about just one blue top or something. So I try to make it more of a cohesive like idea. Um, or concept when I'm writing a blog post. I might have less blog posts, but at least it's more meaningful. And then it helps me when I have to, um, when I get to the part where I record a podcast, because I'll have enough kind of um, ideas and content for the episode. So I think pay attention to what feels right. Look at your analytics, what episodes do better. So for me, my information episodes where it's something that people maybe were interested in, but they just didn't know enough about. Um, so my thrifting episodes have done really well. My Poshmark has done really well. Um, I think some of the ones where I talk about some beauty things, that's done really well. And then um, also like how I tackle going to Target and that sort of thing. So look at those, uh, you know, analytics and kind of get an idea of what works. And then you also can, you know, if you put your podcast um, audiogram on IGTV, you can look at where people kind of drop off. Where people are like, okay, I'm done with this chick. So that you can go, okay, how long does it need to be? So I, I found like 15 seconds is pretty good. Um, I might do two frames um, of an Instagram story if I'm doing like a video or something kind of fun um, with it. But um, I try to pay attention to where people drop off and, and why is that and, um, you know, just trying to make sure I'm as efficient as possible in what I'm doing. And the other thing is what I like about a podcast is that I can do it anytime. I, you know, I could be looking kind of crazy 
and um, still my thoughts are, are the same. <laughs> so it just makes it easier for some of us who I won't always, I don't always have someone to take my pictures, right? Because it's usually my sister or my um, daughter that do my, my photos. So it, it helps to kind of give you a little bit more flexibility um, in, in the creation of content. Um, and I think it's nice too, if you're, you know, I'm an older woman and it's nice to just be able to go with audio. So you're not worried about, oh, I'm looking a little like raggedy today and, and that sort of thing. So anyway, to wrap up, I have the one through, it's steps one through seven. They'll be all on the blog post um, that's uh, titled starting a podcast on a budget. And um, you can check also the equipment that's linked there. And you can check the little outfit. So I have all this uh, kind of um, shorter dress and it's belted, of course. It's all from Target, head to toe. I have a hat from Universal Thread. It's a newer hat. I haven't had, hadn't tried hats like that until like, a, you know, three months ago. Um, just because they didn't fit my head. So let's be honest. Okay. So anyway, so I found another hat that fits my head. And um, it's a fun little outfit. And uh, so that's linked for you as well on the blog post, um, along with the equipment and all of these steps. And one final thing about podcasting. I think it's really worthwhile looking into if you're kind of, uh, you know, interested and considering it because it's different than the other, you know, mediums like, you know, um, going on Instagram, which is pretty crowded. Podcasting, I don't think there's a ton of people that are, are doing it because it takes more effort. It's a different muscle you're flexing. So I definitely feel like it kind of makes me, um, it fuels my creativity to be thinking about things in a different way because now I think about the quality of my content um, so that I'll have uh, some information that I can share in a podcast episode. And again, there's not a ton of people in it because I think the equipment and things you got to do uh, kind of makes it a little harder for everyone to get in on it. And, um, and there's a lot to learn. So my next steps are getting the equipment to be able to do interviews. And ultimately, I'd love to video when I'm doing a podcast because then I would create another form of content. So we'll see. So uh, anyway, I hope that this episode has kind of piqued your interest or made it seem at least doable to start a podcast um, so that you don't just leave it there as a something for 2020 to start and then you're like, it's June 2020, I haven't done anything. Um, so there's no excuse because we have Anchor and it's free, you know, um, and you can just get recording and then, yeah, if you're not comfortable yet, yeah, just don't tell anybody about it yet until you feel more comfortable <laughs> with your episodes. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me at Live by Viv. As far as my music, it's The Croft by Yokim Karud. And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to.